So here we are. We're uh, well, you're nearly finished your UK tour. Yeah. One more day after tonight in Newcastle. You're going to the oh my gosh. Norfolk Broads of Norwich. It's been a long run. It's been yeah. a great run. Um, you know, all of Europe has been so good to us. Uh, the UK has been so good to us. Everything mm. is pretty much sold out, and our venues have gotten bigger, and the crowds are more excitable, and you know the words, and it's very back and forth all night. Mm. So it's just it's been really. Really, really great tour. Yes. That said, I'm ready to get home and, and have Santa Claus come to town. Because <laughs> hey, this is the first time that you've, you've headlined in, in Newcastle, isn't it? The O2 sort of thing. Ups, I think bigger, so. Yeah. I think last yeah. time we might have been supporting... Yeah, Airborne or Blackstone Cherry or something. It like would be the but... Blackstone Cherry guys. Yeah. 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 And, and the first time, obviously, that Todd's been to Newcastle at First time, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, really excited about it. The be great venue. I'm, uh, I got to walk around the city a little bit. It's great. Yeah. It's great. Excellent. Uh, and obviously, the uh, the addition of keys then to the sound. Yeah. And uh, as a guitar player, Scott, has that meant that you've had to think about how you're going to play? or Not so much, no. I mean, every record we've had some kind of you know, some Mellotron or some organ, some Hammond, mm -hmm. some piano. We've had stuff on all the records, and really all it means is, uh, and this record really filled out a lot more with it. We had mm. our, our good friend Ike Owens, who, uh, who we lost this year actually, but our, our, our pal played on the record. Right. And, um, and we had Mike Webb that played with the Black Crows play on the record. So we had a, a lot of great moments for this. So I knew I knew when we finished up, I want to bring somebody in like, you know, to tour with us. It's just I'm, I'm a stickler for getting the record to be as close to the album as possible right, and be able to think. expand from there. So I just, you know, knew that's what we were going to do. And luckily we met Todd and it was just the perfect fit. It's gone really well. And really for me, I'm just um, not having to cover as many, not spin as many plates, I guess. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. I can kind of like play the part. I can yeah, play my yeah, part. Yeah, think about, oh, I've got to play that bit as well. Um, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So this is this in the past, it's been like, man, I think I should kind of cover that a little bit more, use a little more delay to kind of flush that area out or, you know, like this. So no, no I'm playing what I'm, I'm playing and, it, and no one's in the way. I think it's really great. Every record that you've done, uh, you seem to get more and more fuzzed on the guitar sound. It's quite nasty on the first one, I don't know. It kind of cleaned up a little bit, I think, after yeah. the first one, but um, this one I wanted it to be real, uh, real brash, real attack, real like, um, like full bodied and razor sharp. So I kind of knew what I was going to use before I went in, mm -hmm. knew what I am, it's kind of a good idea of the guitars and what boxes I was going to use. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the idea was to make the whole sound of this record come forward as much as we could. You know, we were working on this uh, console called the Helios, yeah, which is what Glenn Johns worked yeah. on with so many great people, yeah. Stones and Zeppelin, yeah. and so many great bands. And it's that real forward sound. Mm. So surely I was thinking the guitar will be very forward and right on you. Mm -hmm. yeah. All right. And having said that, it's quite a, I mean, it is rocking and stuff like that, but the songs are quite... I think we're trying, you know, Early on, we wanted to be really um, distilled in a way that anybody could listen to the record. Mm. You don't just have to be a rock and roll fan. People mm. could just hear it, a three-minute song that had enough craft and smart to it that it was rock and roll, but in there, there was a song that anybody could like. A lot of people can yeah. like Pressure in Time without even being a big rock and roll fan. There's yeah. almost like a pop sensibility to it. Yeah. 
So we're always trying to up our craft. On this record, I think we, we wanted to show a little tiny bit more sophisticated side to the, to the band, to the writing, to the subject, to the texture, to everything. You, know, you don't want to do that right after the first record because then people start to go, what happened? Yeah. Who is this? Yeah. But we've kind of crept it on slowly yeah. but surely. Yeah. And by this record, I think there's some real sophisticated things happening for a rock and roll band. You know, Definitely. some of the some of the movements and the changes and the and the chords and stuff. Yes, yeah. a little bit further growth and sophistication in how we write a song. The album title, Great Western Valkyrie. Yeah. What's it about? What's I have no idea. No. <laughs> I just like how the words sounded together. I was like, well, that's great. Let's do you that. choose it? Yeah, no. <laughs> no, it was actually a, a lyric that Jay had written in, right. in our song Bell Star. And it, it came up as an idea for uh, one reason or another. But uh, although I have specific reason why it makes total sense to me, I think we'll just let the listeners decide, decide why, why, why we did that and what it means to them. Ambiguity is good in art. Fair to use. And did you did you do anything different recording wise this time? Other than you know, obviously you use the Helios desk and stuff like that to bring it. We normally take about twenty two days, really, and then uh, we had no tour backed up on this one, so we decided uh, let's take our time. You know, Dave, Dave our, our our bass player is new, first time yeah. recording yeah, yeah. with us. And we decided let's take a minute longer for fun because we can. Let's not just run ourselves out of the studio. So we spent six weeks this time, and I think that also allotted us to write a better song and make a more cohesive and a more realized record. Honestly, you know, which I think was pretty important on this one for us. Um, so that's what we did. And instead of just kind of like hovering over a group of songs, which is totally what we are against, mm -hmm. this is why we move quickly. Because artists will tend to hover atop a song too much. And yeah, it's, just, and then it's, just it's, just, it's just, yeah, you know, it's yeah. too much. They overwork a song. Yeah. You overwrite it, you overwork it, you overperform yeah. it, you re record it. It's like, probably was the best it was going to be yeah, on the first recording. Like, yeah. So, yeah. anyway, um, we worked quickly still. Just, just how we do, like, just made a lot more material and had a lot more to choose from. And as we got like to the midpoint, we could kind of go, yeah, these ones we'll just put on the back burner, and these ones we'll wrap up. And then we would come back in and write more new ones, and move things around, and go, these guys over here, let's focus on these ones though. So it went like that. I, like I said, I think it allowed us to really uh, uh, hone in on a very cohesive record. Okay. And. You know, you, you've been on uh, television recently. You've had the Jules Holland show over here. You've had the David Letterman show, of course, in the States. Are things progressing as you expected them to progress? Yeah, you know, in, in one sense, absolutely. Absolutely, it's gone great. In another sense, it should have happened three years ago. Right. Uh, on the other hand, yeah, I couldn't be more pleased. And every day seems like an adventure. And every day I feel very so much gratification to the fans and to this lucky life that I've yeah. been blessed with. So yeah. it's like tit for tat, half full, half empty. Okay. I'll, I'm going to take half full. <laughs> Is there anything that you really miss from the, you know, the days of split the van tours? And yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the turning of the audience, I think, that the wrestle. You know, when you headline a show, these people, they're ready. 
Yeah. They're ready. They yeah. came to sing along. They they love you before they came in. Yeah. I like those days. We'd be out with Judas Priest or something, and you know that we still have that. Like we just we did a show with uh, Lenny Kravitz at Wembley. A lot of those people didn't know who we were. Right. So it's that wrestle again. I feel like we get in the cage with them, and you're like, yeah, you can try to act like you don't like me. Yeah. That's great. <laughs> but <laughs> that's what I want. <laughs> but I'm that's what I want. Yeah. Um. So that's what happens in the end. Uh, uh, we get to win them over, and that kill, it goes away. So when I think about the early days, when it was all kill, yeah, it's a, I knew then, I, I, I would say it out loud then, hey, this thing that's happening right now, this thing we get to do, the kill, every yeah. night turning the audience and having to arm wrestle them, uh-huh. it goes away. <laughs> Let's enjoy it right now. And plus, we're pretty good at winning, so. <laughs> <laughs> the kill went pretty good most of the time. <laughs> You got to uh, to play some shows, of course, with your wife and her band. Yeah, man. Sir Madden. Yeah. That must have been pretty good. It was wonderful. The joy of my life. And they absolutely killed it. Fair enough. <laughs> and that's that. Well, we have a family. Now I'm going to sure. be eating now. We're still in the Italian restaurant. We've moved on to the bread. And there's some beautiful Christmas music still. Isn't it? Festive. Nice bottle of red. Here goes the butter. With people we love. <laughs> <laughs> well, no. My wife's band, Sir Madam. Yeah. The other member, Andy Garza, is like one of my best, best family. Okay. My best, best friend at home. I love him. Our family spend the holidays together, speaking of it. Yeah. Our kids play together. You know, we do gifts and we are together all the time. This is my buddy's house that I'm going over to on a daily basis, or he's coming over. Okay. Let's at least have one beer and just hang out for a minute. <laughs> cool. Mm-hmm. So it's like that. Um, it was them two on the tour bus with us, playing some really iconic venues, um, the Fillmore and the Troubadour at home. And, and uh, Did you have your kids with you as well? No. no just. No, my wife wouldn't go for that. I was kind of into it because she'd be taking care of them. <laughs> so, like, no, so they, they stayed with um, they stayed with grandma and grandpa. Right. <laughs> but it was uh, wonderful. I wish we could do it more. It's really, really nice. And, and do you foresee a time when you might collaborate together to make a record? Or? Oh, I've produced their record, and um, I've just produced another thing for them. And right. Me and her have played. We have we have something called the Midnight Lamp that we play together, like right. more of an acoustic kind of like very quiet kind of thing but um, we haven't done anything further with it because I've just been busy here and, and it's just like that but yeah I, I actually would hope to foresee that yes I don't know whether you'll be home or not because this will go out on Wednesday night so if you want to say anything because she's quite, she's quite often listens to the show because we play our stuff obviously as well mm. as with Facebook and that so if you want to say anything hi honey <laughs> I'm being good I miss you and the bread is delicious right now <laughs> <laughs> so Todd, let's bring you into this. Yes, sir. How have, how has it been working with this this fine man? Well, Scott's awesome. He, uh, <laughs> I mean, right He's straight down to it. Say what, man? That just upped my PDs right there. <laughs> yeah. No, it's been it's been great. I mean. Um, being able to play music with uh, with Scott and the rest of the guys has been amazing. But like the one thing that I wasn't expecting, but um, to be on tour is like I genuinely like these guys as people. Yeah. And there's just 
fun to hang around. I mean, we're like a misfit band of brothers that look out for each other. Toss my new best friend. (laughs) My bestie. (laughs) No, it's been... It's been great. We're a bunch of mad honey badgers out there, so. <laughs> we don't give our beep. beep. <laughs> oh, look at him. He's walking backwards. <laughs> no, you, but it's, you, it's you been great. You've got to get on with, I mean, bands, isn't it? If you're going to spend most of your life in a bus with someone, you've yeah. got to be able to get on with them. Yeah, definitely. It's no good sitting at the back of the bus going, mm. Well, we're only on stage for a couple hours at the most, you know, yeah. a night. Yeah. Rest of the whole time we're out, we're just together hanging out. So, you don't get along, it's going to be a shitty run. It's going to be a tough ride. Yeah. So it's like that's a big thing for us, and we don't. Lo- we, that doesn't really fly with this group. No. If uh, we're family, like we want to be out, we want to go have break bread, have dinner together. We yeah. want to like go enjoy the day offs together. We want to go sightseeing together if we can. We want to laugh. We want to have fun. Yeah. We want to recognize this is a good time in our well, life not like a exactly time that's like being miserable yeah. if had, we're already in misery being away from our families our loved ones our beds sure. it's already very hard so if i'm not at least out there with people that i love that i can have fun with and enjoy the time out there i'm just not going to do it to yeah. be honest <laughs> i want to do and it the but misery i can't can be seen in your face that you're, you're missing everybody right? yeah <laughs> It is that way. We're, it, yeah, I mean, you know, you're only seeing you're only seeing some <laughs> level of happiness because we're going home. Yeah, <laughs> which you are. Yeah, of course, you are finishing. It. And so, is that it for for this year? You'll be off for Christmas and New Year. And yeah. Yep. Yeah, we have a nice uh, little little break going on. Um, Dave is um, he's having a, a child in January, so definitely have to give him time to. Not personally, but his no, wife his is. wife is. Yeah, you know, we didn't, we didn't like you Breaking know news. having a you know, <laughs> stage signs or anything. Yeah, ma'am. Oh look, oh, here we are. Hey, See? Miley's here. Speaking, speaking here of the. Here we go. Well, I don't need to be close to them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Sp- speaking of the family, hey. Miley has walked in now. <laughs> so. For all of you, though, you're up for a classic rock and roll best album. It's happened, and um, it's weird because the we didn't get the award at the award ceremony, yeah. but in the magazine, which goes down into history, we're number one in the magazine. How is it that the same magazine that's giving away the award awarded us the magazine's number one <laughs> album of the year? But when they made it like the award show, meh, we didn't. I love you guys. You've supported us. Thank you, Classic Rock Magazine. Peace out. <laughs> what makes a great drummer? <sighs> Rhythm. Yeah. Um, Good sense of time. And I, I'm always constantly. Um, over the years, when I'm home, like I, I've spent some time teaching kids, and I, uh, I teach them how to listen, and and and, and how to learn by themselves. Um, I teach them what to listen for and because I think the most important thing for a drummer is their ear. To be able to hear what others are doing, to interact. Um, Because rhythm, obviously rhythm, rudiments, beats, learning, learning beats, um, um, uh, that's a given. But what makes a drummer a stand-up, a standout drummer is one who's he knows how to play music with other people. So I'm telling you, nothing makes a better drummer than a great guitar player. Congratulations. <laughs> I was just going to say, and all the legends and all the bands we love and we all have in our record collections, um, you know, pick, pick, pick the great guitar players, pick the great bands, the legendary bands. 
You'll always have a great drummer, except for Stevie Ray Vaughan. Oh, damn. Oh, right? It's, it's a joke, but <laughs> it's an inside joke that people will probably oh, take okay. offense to, but I don't really care. You'll be getting burned when you go to Austin now, that'll be it. <laughs> you are not on the list, sir. <laughs> and you're in the top ten drummers in the world right now, called the Music Radar. A good honor? Um, a rightful I mean, honor? I can think of... Ten others that should be in that list, but you know, it's um, it is an honor to be considered. I mean, in in like the greatest of anything, you know. But if you, if I was to actually go, hell yeah, I should be on that list. <laughs> that would kind of suck. Um, I work I work my ass off, and I, I I have worked my ass off to try to be good. Yeah. So it's an honor to be considered and. You know, be among that list. I mean, Travis Barker, um, Travis Barker just on Team Rock just got named number one rock drummer of the year. Right. But you know, people love making lists. I mean, we actually make lists all the time. I was asking Scott whether there's anything he misses from the days of your split the van tours. And, you know, I have the one thing days. I miss from the Sprinter van tours. Mm -hmm. Well, actually, I, I got a, a more than one. Um, See, we I miss those shitty days. We like them. <laughs> They're good days at the end I, of the day. That's, that's, that's you know, an immediate answer. Driving like, up and oh, yeah. down the highways in a little van, touring. Um, uh, Scott would play, we had this one sprinter with this video game. And I think we could only get one video game to work in this thing. And it was a boxing one. And you can basically make up your own character. And you can give him sideburns, big nose, fat nose, make him black, white. Yeah. Oh, uh, you know, whatever. Oh, yeah. Scott, Spoon? Yes. Scott made this character. <laughs> and Scott's really good at video games. And I would, and I'm not, so I'd just rather watch. Right? <laughs> and this thing was so entertaining. <laughs> when Scott would be playing this, I couldn't go to sleep. I would just like, hell yeah, Scott's playing the boxing game. <laughs> <laughs> go to sleep with visions of this boxer. Um, <laughs> I forgot what he was as big. Shot. He was as big and dumb as he could possibly look, with the most sloped <laughs> forehead, the eyes as far apart as possible. <laughs> but he was like, I think he was like a like a black guy, but he had like surfer blonde hair. <laughs> <laughs> as you do, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was, it was great. And then, you know, we we nostalgically discuss the uh, the old days when our first Sprinter van that had uh, no windows in the back, mm. the seats facing each other. Two bench um, seats with no recline. No air conditioning. dirty and no windows. No AC, summer tour, um, just facing each other for seven weeks. We and would literally kick each other and fight we, in that place. Yeah. Um, drinking warm Red Bull vodkas, playing cards, smoking cigarettes with no window, like, just, just can't believe playing a card game called asshole. <laughs> this is our card game. At the game. time, it was the best days of your life, wasn't it? It was just like, <laughs> yes. Those were hard days, but <laughs> yeah. You know, and 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 not only that, like the bigger venues, you get on a bus and you start playing bigger venues. Um, unlike today, the dressing rooms start getting bigger. You know, <laughs> when you play. Um, when you play the small places, they have tiny little box dress. 
So now, not only you're in this tiny sprinter van, you're in this tiny dressing room. Mm -hmm. There's like nowhere to go to like have any personal space, you know? Yeah. Um, I, that's, I took up, um, I've, I've always run um, since I was a kid, but I got back into running when I got in this van because it's a good way to see the town, go, you know, go running and mm -hmm. um, counterbalance the, the um, whiskey beer habit at sure. night, yeah. you know, so. Have you done that this morning? By day, I'm a health freak. Yeah. By night, I'm. Are you still drinking that green gloop that you introduced yeah. us to? Yeah. I think I, yeah, I remember that. That gloop was called <laughs> vegetables. <laughs> no, I don't know what was in it. it was Didn't we do an interview in the Sprinter van? Yeah, that's why it was like, you know, there you go. Yeah. How things have changed from the Sprinter van <laughs> to the beautiful interior of an Italian restaurant, Christmas music in the background. This is it. I love it. <laughs> My people. Stay at it. Stay at it, kids. All your dreams can come true. <laughs> <laughs> Merry Christmas from the rival sons. There you go, you see. Gentlemen, I'll let you eat in peace. All right? Looking forward to the show tonight. Thanks, dude. Have a safe journey. As we are, man. Very nice meeting you, man. You too, Todd. Cheers, Scott. Great to see you. From all of us in the rival sons to all of you on the Roots Rock Riot Show, we'd like to wish you... Merry Christmas. Fa la 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 la. <laughs> <laughs> Gentlemen, thanks very much.